to just talk about dumb luck too. Right. <laughs> the, right. The the guy goes and talks to your brother. Yeah. Well, around him, not yeah. even to him. Yeah. Yeah. Just sitting there in in the um, in a booth, you know, checking out all the business and talking to every employee. It was really nice. Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Kavanaugh, joined by Doug Hubler, president of Apex. So let's just dive right into it. One thing that we've always talked about is that when a buyer comes through these doors, the first thing that they will agree to is a confidentiality and non-disclosure agreement. Right, yeah. We don't have to go bullet by bullet, but tell us what the essence of that document is and what the person's well, promising to do. Well, you know, when we when we talk to business owners, first of all, the basics, and we've kind of covered this, but just to kind of go over it a little bit is, you know, all the businesses that we have for sale out there that are, we've advertised, we do so in a kind of a blind ad, very confidential. Nobody knows the name of the business or the location. We just kind of do a general description. It might be an HVAC business in greater Kansas City. That's all we're gonna say. So when somebody comes in and is interested in that business or others, then we need to make sure that they're willing to sign a confidentiality agreement, that they will not share that information. What they learn from us about that business, who's for sale, where they're located, or anything about that business that they learned. They, they promise not to share that with anyone. And as we've discussed before, the reasons why selling a business is different than selling commercial real estate or selling mm-hmm. residential real estate is that there's a lot of damage that can happen to a business if employees know, landlords know, suppliers mm-hmm. know, competitors know. Right, right. Uh, that gets out that the narrative is not controlled and the reason for selling Mm-hmm is created by those people and right, not necessarily sure. the truth. Right. And so when a business is for sale, it's important that confidentiality is maintained. We recently had a situation where a listing of ours, we believe was marketed to, which newsflash, we market as well. Right, we, all the time. We generate lists and we mm-hmm. will send a, we'll send mailers out. One of our clients received a message in the mail of someone inquiring whether they were for sale right and they come to us going hey how did these guys know that i'm for sale right did you guys tell them it wasn't anything like that right i mean most likely it was just somebody another broker maybe contacting that person or actually somebody within the industry that's just kind of out searching for uh somebody to to pick up, to add to their business. And so it sparked conversation, our right. weekly meeting. Yeah. And, you know, there was some good advice that several of the brokers shared that we thought we would, well, steal yeah. and make ourselves <laughs> sound like the smartest one. Valerie brought up a point of like, one of the things that we as brokers need to do is coach our sellers on if somebody were to ask you, is the business for sale? be ready for a response because the worst thing you can do is get defensive about it and come up with, who told you that? Yeah, where did you hear about this? Right, yeah. Yeah. Again, they don't want it known that they're for sale in most cases. So, yeah, the the responses that they should give would be more like, oh, yeah, everything I have is for sale for the right amount. 
or yeah, I get that question all the time. You know, there I'm always getting hit up. You know, people want to buy my business, things like that, and just brush it off. My experience has been that the confidentiality leaks generally come from the business owner themselves. A lot of times, right? Or their, their spouse. Their family. Spouse will mm-hmm. tell their brother, and yeah. their brother will tell mom, and then mom and will tell. It's the typical thing is, I know something that you don't know. I'm going to tell you, but you have to promise not to tell anyone else. Yeah, and they get, <laughs> and they, get to think, they get to Thanksgiving dinner, and there's 15 people there. Right. And 14 of them know that the business is for sale, and the 15th guy <laughs> is the, the guy that's actually selling the right. business and thinks right. that none of the other 14 know right. that their business is for sale. <laughs> what are some other things that um, you would suggest when a seller feels like there was a confidentiality breach. Let's say somebody comes in and says, hey, I hear you're for sale. Well, yeah, everything's for sale. Let me get your information. You know, I can call and maybe uh, tonight I can give you a call or something like that. But I kind of want to know who it is that's talking. So if they if they get some information from that person, we kind of go back into our database and find out if this is somebody who just signed a confidentiality agreement and decided to go straight to the business owner. And that is a rare thing to happen, but it has happened before. So we want to know who it is. But don't, like you said, don't get defensive, you know, play it up. You know, of course, I'm, I'm always for sale, that kind of thing. But it wouldn't be a bad idea to, to find out who it is. I had an issue where it was a buyer that breached the confidentiality. And what it was is he was inquiring on a franchise. Okay. And he was trying to find some information and this was pre-offer pre-buyer-seller meeting okay pre you know very he, early he oh, had yeah. inquired okay. he'd gotten the cbr gotten the cash flow statement and was doing some research mm-hmm. on the uh, on the company and he called another franchisee in a different city how do you like being a franchisee i'm thinking about buying one of these Oh, which one are you thinking about buying? I'm thinking about <laughs> oh, buying the one oh in gosh. Overland Park, Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this wasn't like a uh, this wasn't like a Subway franchise where there's one on every We're, corner. Sure. This is uh, one of those franchises where I think there's like there's, 40 units, and you know, across the country, across the country. Yeah. And yeah. so you you talk to somebody in Atlanta, and you're like, oh, I'm thinking about buying the one in Overland Park, Kansas. It's like, oh, that's Billy. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I know so that guy. Then, that franchisee called our seller, mm-hmm. and I vividly remember on a Saturday I get a text from the who is right. the name, right. and I'm like, uh, that is somebody that inquired on your business. Why that person called the franchise in yeah in Atlanta? Yeah. yeah. And so what I had to do is send a stern but nice email mm-hmm. to the buyer and and remind yeah. him that hey. Look, you, you know, it's confidential. This business is for sale. I don't think that you did anything malicious, but we need to be real careful about how we're, who we're calling and when. Yeah. If you have any questions, let us know. Uh, long and the short of it, the guy ended up buying the business, but we did have to have that conversation early on about, yeah. and he was like, oh, I was just trying to do some research and, 
you know, he was kind of one of those one of these yeah. people that had signed our non-disclosure and confidentiality agreement because he was interested in buying a business and yeah, yeah whatever you need me to sign. Yeah. I'll just sign yeah. it, I'll fill it out, sign it, send it back. And I think it's one of the things that we've we've learned, you know, over the years is when we send those out to buyers, hopefully we're meeting people face to face, but sometimes they're out of town or not available and we when we kind of do this um, through email, but we really have to have a conversation as the advisors for the seller to really talk about what that non-disclosure contract means. And we have in there too that if they break confidentiality, they're responsible for paying commission, which is a pretty serious offense and penalty, I guess, you know. So we have had situations in the past where and fortunately, I've only had it done, had to do it twice, but send a buyer an invoice for a commission. And that pretty much stopped them from going further and, you know, causing more damage on other deals, too. What's the, like, just most blatant breach you've ever seen of confidentiality? <sighs> okay. Well, it had, Story to time. Be, it had to be <laughs> on my own brother's business when he owned a barn grill the buyer signed the confidentiality agreement. I had the very direct conversation with him about not going to the business, not talking to anyone. And it took about an hour and a half before my brother called and say, hey, there's this guy here talking to my staff about me selling my business and he's wanting to know how much they get paid how much business is there? What do they know about the sale? This was right after they signed the confidentiality agreement. And it happened to be my upset brother calling me. And you, you want to just talk about dumb luck, too. Right. <laughs> the, right. The, the guy goes and talks to your brother. Yeah. Well, around him, not yeah. even to him. Yeah. Yeah. Just sitting there. In in the um, in a booth, you know, checking out all the business and talking to every employee, that was really nice. Yeah. What are some of the uh, What are some of the other accidental things you've seen? There have been those cases, and I think it it has come from the seller, who has made you know comments to to friends who they felt like they were trusted, and and then somebody makes a comment to somebody's wife. And, and it just gets out. So even from the business owner's side, you know, it's definitely happened. So we just, you know, we're any town like Kansas City, St. Louis, Wichita, you know, they're small communities and people tend to know each other. And there's some, some kind of power and knowledge, right, that, that people love to know stuff and, and let people know what they know. I had one where... I had to tell the seller to stop driving his truck because his truck was um, it was wrapped. Okay. With his business name. Okay. <laughs> so you've got this you've got this wrapped truck, and all of a sudden I'm meeting with this person. It, it's like you need to stop driving that truck <laughs> to our meetings because people are going to be wondering, hey, why are you at that at that spot? Right. <laughs> and he and yeah. he always he he was one of those guys where he had a um, 
it was a it was a locksmith had a okay. real small yeah. little office yeah and you know it was him and his four or five employees that he had there but most of the time the guys were out in their right. on their truck and right. stuff like that but yeah. his personal car had his name splashed on it contact information right and then he'd want to meet in like these restaurants and we have to find someplace more private and discreet to have these conversations because you're bringing P&Ls and tax returns right, yeah, uh, yeah. to Red Robin. Right. <laughs> oh, very <laughs> uncomfortable. Right. You know, and so it, it, it sometimes it's, it's things like that, too, to where, you know, people are just like, oh, I'm just going to have lunch with a friend mm-hmm. or I'm going to have lunch with my accountant. But how do you say that I'm having lunch with my accountant when your accountant says, hey, hello, how are you? <laughs> Bob Smith, I'm I'm Joe's accountant. This is my account or uh, insurance guy. Yeah, you know, I I think there was one or two times where I'd meet somebody in a coffee shop until I'm like, this doesn't work at all. Even if you're not going through financial statements, you don't want the table next to you hearing your conversation, and it's too pe- it's too easy for people to eavesdrop. And I don't like whispering in those meetings. It's, it, it's not professional, and it's, and it's this clandestine meeting that, that you're afraid of everybody hearing. I don't like to meet in the business itself because people are whispering, they're wondering who's in the conference room. And the best place to meet is in our office, and we can do that. We've got conference rooms set up for this, so we don't have to be uh, trying to avoid folks. I prefer the park bench overlooking the <laughs> Potomac. With the Wall Street Journal. With the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. And, uh, you know, the guy feeding the birds like right. you see in ev- nearly every spy movie. I think that's really yeah. where all of these meetings should occur. Is It's either got to be here in a private office, perhaps on the phone, if meeting face-to-face is not possible. And then if those two are not available, it's got to be a park bench. <laughs> Anything else on uh, confidentiality or uh, ways to handle it if you're a, uh, a seller and somebody approaches you about what they may or may not know? Yeah, I think it's, you know, ultimately it's just be aware that it could happen and just be ready for an answer off the cuff. You know, not a big deal. Don't make it a big deal. And then let us know. I mean, we want to know if, if word is getting out. Um, and if there are folks that we need to talk to about it. But again, it doesn't happen very often, but it's something that everybody just needs to be aware of. The other thing is, is like, just don't have your tax returns and our engagement agreements laying on the, the front counter. Right. Probably not the place right. to, to have those. Have, have a separate email, have a mo- mobile number that we can call, and so that we're not calling through the switchboard or we're sending an email that that their office manager gets mm-hmm. or their accountant gets, you know, just their personal email. Well, if you want to talk more, actually, we do have a, I believe we've got a blog topic on this in the archives. So head on over to kcapex.com if you want to read some more about that. Click on the blogs. There's tons of great information in there, lots of archive. You can always get in touch with the team here by clicking on uh, the Our Team and, of course, looking at listings that are active and available. KCAPEX.com is the place that you're going to want to go. And if you're looking at buying or selling a business, we got you, fam.